Philip Washington Jr. is a registered investment advisor. Information presented is for educational purposes only and does not intend to make an offer or solicitation for the sale or purchase of any specific securities, investments, or investment strategies. Investments involve risk and, unless otherwise stated, are not guaranteed. Be sure to first consult with a qualified financial advisor and or tax professional before implementing any strategy discussed herein. Past performance is not indicative of future performance. And now, here's Philip. All right, today I am covering a topic that I've actually thought about a lot, and I've had individual conversations with individual people about it that I knew understood me and wouldn't misunderstand the message. And I waited a while on the podcast to have it because I needed to make sure that I had the full comprehensive way to articulate uh, what I'm trying to say. Like invariably, if if, if anybody speaks, you know that uh, this is just, you know, one person's opinion and some people are going to agree, some people don't, right? So this is just my observation of, of the situation, um, you know. Uh, but I think it's important because the people that I have shared with it one-on-one got a lot of value and definitely moved them toward the step of making of being in a position to make some more money, which is what this podcast is all about. And it's talking about the wealth gap. And so, you know, a lot of people will ask, you know, why, you know, why is there a, a wealth gap, right? What's the, you know, what is the underlying reason for a wealth gap? And I'm going to, I'm going to lock in and focus on like the big picture controlling what, what you can control, right? Because while there are micro instances where uh, people give away their power. Um, and I'm talking specifically today, people give away uh, their power, feeling that things are the way they used to be, right? And that has the appearance of somebody holding them back. Like, I understand that. Uh, that's a, that's mm, more of a mindset thing and it, and and it doesn't always mean that you know because people who don't understand and don't have the knowledge or wisdom uh, may not know that they're able to get around others trying to to limit them and that's just the whole conversation so we can take out those instances and just talk on the macro of most people um, that this will apply to because that those micro instances are you know, just one off that, that you just have to have one on one. But the biggest reason for the, for the wealth gap is a lot mindset and exposure. Let me, let me give an example um, that'll speed this up. So I, a couple of, a few years ago, mentored a, you know, young minority woman and she's working for the she's working for a bank bank name's not important and i said hey uh, she you know fresh out of college and i said hey uh she was complaining about politics at the bank and was gonna file a complaint a discrimination complaint and i was like you can do that and it's up to you like do whatever you feel is best but here's what you want to understand about the organization that you're with. 
all the talented people like you uh, that are your age, um, they're not at that place because where you are is a place where politics is going to be the norm because merit doesn't matter in that environment. The It's an environment that people like you typically just get away from because uh, once something is a organization or institution that's operating on old ideas, right, then it becomes politics, right? The only way that you can keep in place old ideas that don't organically attract, uh, you know, or don't like, like the reject new ideas, which rejects new talent. Um, you have to put force and politics uh, in force, right? I talked about on a previous podcast, the path to violence, right? In order to hold something in place, that's not attracting everything that it needs. It's not attracting the customers it needs. Uh, it's not to, to, to attract the uh, uh, employees that it needs to pay to solve ongoing problems in the marketplace, right? Then you have to keep things in place by force. And so I said, hey, uh, what do you want to do? And they mentioned they wanted to go into finance. And I said, well, hey, you're the future of finance for every generation, but specifically your generation is crypto uh, i recommend you uh, look into a bitcoin organization um because you know i'm partial uh, i've explained before an episode yesterday but while i'm partial to bitcoin but i would here's some organizations that are uh i feel are good and doing you know uh positioning themselves properly uh in the space uh they are very short of workers because it's such a new industry uh, they just don't have enough talent so they don't care about your race your gender your sexual orientation your political orientation like th they are solving big problems huge problems for the marketplace and they need talented bodies like you and i was like in the way that you know when you like the way that it's likely going to play out if you go to the wild wild west over here is you will uh, rise to the top because you're talented. Uh, after 10 years, you'll, it's a small community, so you'll have all the relationships and you would have been there in the beginning, right? And then 10 years from now, you're, you're, a, you're a minority female, which means, um, uh, which has nothing to do with your merit, but since, since you are married and you do, and you do occupy a class that is not going to be very representative over here because, right, everybody knows that crypto and Bitcoin is a bunch of young white males. Um, but it's, it's young white males, not because they're excluding anybody. It's just because for a variety of reasons, uh, they are the class that has the most exposure uh, and is willing to take the risk for a variety of reasons. And so I walked her, I said, hey, listen, like you don't have a lot of money anyway. Uh, so I, I think for you, this is the better route because this industry is going to drag every other industry into it. And and so I pl played the picture out and she mentioned, OK, uh, didn't take my advice. And I don't like, I don't give advice feeling one way or another by somebody taking it or not. It just was, hey, if I were you and this is what, this is this is where the world is going, this is what I would do. Um, and so, you know, fast forward. Uh, you know, the companies that she is, she moved to a different company, a, a, a better than what she was before. 
but now they're they in between now and then all the um, uh, brokerage firms, which is where she works now uh, internally at a brokerage firm, um, they all have crypto desks uh, that are built out and they're getting they're having more fun getting paid more than um, than than what she's still not happy in what and what she's doing. Uh, the cool part is it's early, right? The cool part is it's early. She can still go into crypto because there's still not, not enough people. But my point is this is going to be a classic instance where 10 years from now, there's not going to be a ton of minority females, not because of discrimination. Uh, now, side note, it just, it may be uncomfortable <laughs> uh, being around a bunch of um, people who don't have your demographic from a social standpoint, but it's uncomfortable like doing anything that puts you ahead of the crowd. Uh, that's why you get rewarded so much over the long term. And so setting that side, 10 years from now, the few minorities that are in Bitcoin, crypto are going to stand out or any other leading cutting edge uh, future technology, right? You can, and, and so I give a different, a different conversation too. So a buddy of mine was talking about, uh, we were talking about this topic as well. And, and they were just saying, Hey, you know, um, blah, blah, blah. This is, this is why, uh, our demographic, you know, is being held back, blah, blah, blah. blah. And I said, well, here's my perspective. I was like, I was in a, uh, very, you know, old male dominated industry, the wealth management industry. I am. And I was like, uh, but out of all my peers that were, you know, white men uh, doing well, I said, I was the first of all my high performing peers to go out on my own, start my own RIA. I was like, and then I openly embraced technology and didn't cold call and built my business using the podcast, which was super unheard of. And then I got up to speed on crypto relatively quickly. And now you play it out. I have a ton of financial advisors <laughs> that follow me on social media and listen to my podcast and wealth managers. And that called me for my advice on going independent and doing these kind of things. And they're still not really doing the, the media thing at scale. They will. And so uh, there was no, there was nobody stopping me. Uh, when you are on the cutting leading edge, it's wide open. Like there, there, by definition, there can't be a, conglomerate of people there to stop you because there's nobody there right? you're you're playing in a field by yourself uh or with very few people and then the ones that are there are there for the passion and the love and it's all love and there's no uh there's 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 harmony right like everybody has different personalities right but but you know how it is like uh republicans and democrats don't have a problem with each other until they discuss politics right you know so it's that it's that kind of situation um, when you're on the leading cutting edge. Another thing is, you know, you you look at um, and, and I and I use the word exposure specifically, right? I want to talk about contrast exposure because um, contrast and exposure or being uncomfortable is everything. Like once you see something's possible, uh, then something inside of us drives us to what's possible, right? Very rare are the people that could see the impossible 
in their mind only. But that's another skill set that if that can be developed regardless of your background, um, demographics, or any of that kind of stuff. And that's a that is again a literally a superpower. Um, but exposure, like the um, exposure, is what got me into the investment business. I just so happened to uh, date somebody who in high school whose father was watching the stock news channel and exposed me to something I never even I couldn't I couldn't even imagine like yeah that was in my imagination in my exposure I'd never even come across stocks or knew what that was and it piqued my interest and here I am like chance chance quote unquote chance circumstance so exposure is a lot and so one of the other things that can help close the wealth gap just a lot of exposure right exposing uh uh, you know, if, if you're somebody who wants to help close the gap, do your part to go expose other people that don't have the exposure to lots of things that can help them. And then and and then yourself don't run from exposure, don't run from contrast, run towards uncertainty, right? Embrace it, right? Fall into it. Understand that it's like think of it like walking like a baby, you know, babies learn to walk by falling a lot. And so if you fall in love with contrast, uh, uncertainty, then you can walk into uncertainty uh, with a peace and a calmness and a faith to know that, hey, if you stay the course, keep the faith, things work out in time if that's where you feel you need to be. And, you know, anything that you can believe and feel good about is where you where you can end up like needing to be and that's a whole conversation uh that i don't want to cover on 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 this specific topic but you know circling up like exposure is everything um being in a position to love contrast is everything for closing the gap uh yes there are an old force-based economies and organizations where the man can get you down because that's politics. That's a force-based situation. You want to put yourself in a situation where uh, in this organization or this industry, it's attracting all kinds of money, resources, talent, because that's where you're going to have um, the least, if not no resistance to backgrounds, uh, low to no prejudice, and the most upside opportunity and wealth it's it's how in in the human world the young line overtakes the old line right you you i've used analogy before but you look in the discovery channel at the you know young line eventually overtaking the old line um uh the way that it plays out in uh in our world is you know just the young lion saying, all right, here's the old system full of prejudice and old ideas. I'm going to go over here where the new system is being built and I'm going to like play and we're going to build it. And in time, it's going to grow. And we just need more people that are um, in, the, in a minority demographic to play in that space and learn about that space and be comfortable in that space and understand that um, if the goal is wealth building, um, and you want to close the gap, 
then you want to play in the uncertain space, which again, that could be a whole new industry. And that can be like me with wealth management. You could take a old industry and you can use new uh, ideas around understanding and marketing and bringing value in that industry um, to the industry. So it's a lot of different ways you can play it. Um, the most important thing is to get exposure, to embrace contrast and go at it. So hope this helps somebody until next week. Enjoy your day. Philip Washington Jr. is a registered investment advisor. Information presented is for educational purposes only and does not intend to make an offer or solicitation for the sale or purchase of any specific securities, investments, or investment strategies. Investments involve risk and, unless otherwise stated, are not guaranteed. Be sure to first consult with a qualified financial advisor and or tax professional before implementing any strategy discussed herein. Past performance is not indicative of future performance.